And we're on. <laughs> How you doing, Tilly? Are you right, mate? I'm good, mate. Are you? Yeah, not so bad. Listen, mate, first question. Have you got your beer sorted? <laughs> Cheers, pal. Yeah, um, I'm one, but I was gonna ask you what you're drinking, but I've gone for the I've gone for the same. <laughs> <laughs> um beer sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, listen, mate, thanks for coming on. No, I, know we, I know we were talking about hopefully doing it face to face, but <laughs> the, the world has decided that we have to do it like this. So uh, we'll give it a go. Um look, to be completely honest, the whole point of me doing doing this and starting the blog was well one because i was a bit bored <laughs> you know <laughs> we literally cannot go anywhere at the moment so yeah i was just a little bit a little bit bored but two the other i suppose the other the other the other point is <clears throat> we're both starting to get to the age now where friends and family are starting to have kids and people are starting to come to me and saying oh how did you do this and what, what did you do <laughs> about about that situation and it, do you know what? It got me thinking back to when, when we had Leo, and um, there is literally no advice out there for dads about what to do, what not to yeah. do. Um, and I, I always sort of go back to the. I remember the first, the the first moment we had we had Leo. So Carly, we had, we had a cesarean. I say we, Carly. My scar's not there. <laughs> <laughs> Carly had a cesarean, and after, just after that. Um, She's in in the recovery room, absolutely knackered. And then the doctor comes in and says, "Oh, here's the baby. You need to feed him." And I'm like, looking at this kid, like, uh, "How do I feed a human? Like, I have no idea. I have no idea what I was doing." Carl is like zonked out. There's no nurse. I'm like with baby with a bottle. And I remember thinking, like, I wish someone had told me what I needed to do at this point. At this point, because I literally had no idea. I literally had to go and ask one of the nurses excuse me can you show me what i need to do to feed this this child yeah um, so that that was all it was really it was just to just uh talk to hopefully get some guys on that have been in sort of different situations um and if it if it helps i suppose one person then um massively it's done a good mm. job right um so yeah, yeah. That, that was pretty much it but listen mate, yeah what's 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 going on in in your life what's uh I suppose introduce yourself, really. That's the first point. Well, AD, I've, I've, well, me and you've known each other for years. Uh, yeah, these days. It was <laughs> good times. But it's, um, for me, a bit, a bit like you. So when, so my first, first child, um, which actually, so she, biologically, she's not mine. Yeah. Um, when I met my partner, um, she had a six-week-old baby. Wow. Now, I was still in the military, just about to leave. So, you know, there's this the stigma about military personnel. You know, we're all like, yeah, whatever, don't care, take it in your stride. But complete opposite. All of a sudden, you know, I met this girl, fell in love. You know, the whole Hollywood screenplay sort of stuff. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, then she dropped the bombshell. Yeah, I've got a baby. I was like, oh, yeah, it's okay, cool. So when you met her, you didn't you didn't know that she had a baby. Wow. No, okay. No, I didn't know. Um, because uh, that, that can that can go one or two ways, right? So some guys can go, well, why have you lied to me? Or, yeah. I'm I just trying to picture that from the opposite way around now, where you go, if I did that as a single blo single bloke, and the girl was like, well, why didn't you tell me about this? 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay, yeah, carry on. Sorry. Yeah, no, it, it was very much that. And, you know, there was that split second in my head. And I was thinking, wow, wow, like, do I need that? Do, do I need that? Do I, yeah. do I want that just yet? So how, old it, you, how old are you at this point, Tilly? Uh, so I was I was 30, just just turned, um, yeah, just turned 30. Wow, okay. Um, so I was thinking, yeah, hang on, what am I going to do here? And I thought, well, I really like her. So, you know, if that's if that's part of her, then I'll see where it goes. Mm. You know, so then all of a sudden it came around to sort of meeting this baby. It was six weeks old, tiny little thing. And just be, just before that, did, did yeah. you speak to anybody, any of your friends or family about the situation? Um, or? Yeah, only when I, so when I first found out, I, you know, proper mummy's boy. So I was straight on the phone to my mum thinking, oh, mum, what what the hell? Like, what do I do here? What do I do? <laughs> yeah, she was like, well, if you, if you like her, you just got to, you got to step up, haven't you? You got to change the way you are a bit. You know, because going from, like I said, single lad, sort of, sort of military heads, like mindset. And it was always a case of, right, okay, now all of a sudden I've got to care for someone else. And that was the biggest thing. Yeah. Now you get you get with a girl, and yeah, you care for them, but you care for them in a different way. Yeah. Than a child. So because that that's instant family, right? That's you don't get the whole, <clears throat> you know, we're, we're trying for a baby, or even if it's unplanned, you have that whole. Let's say you get six months minimum to to prepare. Yeah. We're yeah. Gonna have family, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to argue over the names for four months. You know? <laughs> we're we're going to go through all that. But no, you're straight in with bang. It was instant family, mate. It was, um, it was proper. Um, you know, th- this this little this little child had, doesn't know anything about the world, like nothing. Yeah. So it, it's not like you you meet somebody and they've got a kid that's at school. You know, finding their own feet, their own way of how they do things, and all of that is basically a blank canvas. And what and what's the what was the situation with the biological father then? In no, that he was not seen. Um, when so at the time when when she found out she was pregnant, um, and then obviously told the the dad, they were together, and then he just bailed. He was like, right. "No, I don't want that. I don't want a kid." And she didn't want to get rid of the kid, and. Should have thought about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it takes two of them. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, not nowadays, but yeah, it's um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, correct. Till I Um, so yeah, he wasn't on the scene. So I was literally left, you know, in charge of this kid. Um, and yeah, mate, it just it completely it completely changed my world, changed everything, my whole thought process. Um, I was scared. Big time scared, like what? Of what? What was your biggest fear? Like, what if I? What if I break this child? <laughs> like, you know, I don't. I don't know what to do. Like yeah. my, I've grown up around uh, like family members that have children, and I've or seen how other people, yeah. you know, how they how they parent. Yeah. Like, it doesn't prepare you for when you are actually in that that position. Mm. Um. Yeah, so, mate, it completely blew my mind. But I, I literally went straight in. You know, I was straight away changing nappies, which was the most disgusting thing in the world. Um, babies shouldn't produce that kind of smell. Yeah. It's not right. Um, but I went in straight to that. I was straight to doing like night feeds. And, you know, then it just passes you by. 
it just passes you by. There's why why is the baby crying? I have no idea. Like, yeah. I have no idea. You can't even ask the child. <laughs> like, what's the matter? And I suppose she's learning as well because she's a, a new mum, first yeah, child. Exactly. Um <clears throat> so it was one of those. And for the best part, we kept it, you know, right or wrong, we kept ourselves to ourselves. We didn't really involve many people. Okay. Um we tried to just do what we thought was right because there's there's no right or wrong way everyone has their own way of doing things um you know you, i don't think you can be told how to parent you can be advised how to do it safely no. and you know there's there's millions of books and mate, you can go on for years trying to be an expert but you can't because everyone's yeah. different you know personalities it's so different as well. It's like, you know, you, you, I hate those parents, you know, when you, you go to work and you've had no sleep, your kid's been up all night, you're having to literally stick things in your eyes to keep yeah. it open. There's always that one parent that's like, oh, my kid was a breeze. No problem. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, amount of, <laughs> yeah. the amount of times I used to go back into work, um, and I say I was just transitioning and leaving mm. uh, the Air Force, and I'd go in and my boss was like, Oh yeah, I remember my my kid at that age slept right through, absolute dream, and I'm just thinking, I'm leaving soon, so it doesn't matter if I actually drag you over this desk. Like, <laughs> but you you have that inside you. You think, yeah. what am I doing wrong? Like, what why am I doing? So was was there ever a moment where, so after she's told you that she's got a child, like how 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 far into the dating are you at this point, or talking? Um, this is what maybe third date wow third date and I, I get it from from her side it was more you know she's got this 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 child that she doesn't want to just bring anyone in and yeah, yeah. so she had to get to know me first of course um, yeah so it was uh yeah it was, I think it was the third date and then she it was that I've got something to tell you and I was thinking oh here we go psycho ex-boyfriend yeah. or, or where's your husband like come on yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah she said she had a kid and I, and I do remember swearing and going what the what you did, but did, did when she said that did you imagine that it would be a six-year-old child six-month-old child yeah six-week-old yeah, six child no 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 i thought no i thought it was you know like primary school like yeah. young kid whatever um <laughs> nothing prepared for a six week like old baby and I was thinking oh my god like this is like I said instant family and that's yeah. what everyone would say they were like well you've got an instant family that's perfect you haven't had to deal with the pregnancy side of it like being there yeah and I thought yeah but I want that like, I yeah. want that experience like because I don't I've never been around that but prior and um yeah it was one of those things it was kind of in a weird way, taken away from you. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm raising this child now as my own. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, I missed out on all of this stuff. Um, but she's five years old now. Um, but me and her mum, we're not together. We're still really good friends. Um, but we have our own boy as well now. Yeah. So I was there for that. And it, it was easier in that sense, but completely different again. Because now, you know, even though I see the little girl as mine, the, yeah. you know my boy is mine there, there's you know biologically so yeah again it's um it, it just it blew my mind the whole the whole pregnancy 
Yeah. Because I remember growing up, right? I think that era, you wasn't really, you didn't really see loads of pregnant people. Like you, you didn't see it, and even in your family, like people were pregnant, but you didn't really hear about it. No. Um, again, it's just. I mean, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. when we go back to, to our sort of college age. There wasn't girls with kids or no. um, people having no. kids. Whereas now, I think it's much more oh. common that you have a child at such a young age. It's so it's so normal now. I, I think everyone has a child or or some some sort of you know connection to a child. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just growing up that that wasn't the case. It was you're a family and that's it. Or it was a single per like single parent family. There was no in between. There was no like single parent, but oh, we still get on. Yeah. Like, I, I'm fortunate in that sense. Well, I, um, I was going to say that was when I was going to come on to actually. Can you talk to me about your upbringing? And yeah, so well with mine. So, well, I guess I didn't really know my dad. So growing up, like um, he wasn't around much. From what I gather, he was a bit of a bit of a dickhead anyway um, and, you know, and that's why like, they weren't together and so I didn't really have that that father figure yeah uh, growing up not until my stepdad came on the scene um and I've always called him dad so who is an I, absolute legend by the way yeah <laughs> yeah he is, he is. Uh, Dexter Senior yeah um that's why my boy's named after him <laughs> that's, that's nice, I say that yeah, and it, you know, so he he came on the scene. I was well, I was um, nine years old. Okay, uh, when he came on. Um, do, do you remember that transition from your point of view? Like, who is this guy? Like, do you remember? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. And you know, one thing I did take from that is that um, he was very hands-on straight away. Because I've got two younger sisters, and um, he was very hands-on straight away so there was that initial like who's this guy like taking over like i'm the nine-year-old i'm the man of the house what's going on yeah. <laughs> like that's my mum my sister yeah. might tell him off whatever but i do remember you know he it was it was just like a doctor water for him he was just like no he was the parent i'm straight away you know there was that respect there and I could see, and I remember sitting, like stepping back at nine years old, thinking, "I want to call him dad," like because of you know what he was doing for us, for the family, yeah. um, and then all of a sudden, that became that became normal. You know, I didn't know a dad prior to that. No father figure as such. You know, I had my granddad, and granddads are the best, but yeah, you know, it's different. You get away with everything with your granddad. Of course. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. and yeah it's uh he get yeah my, my dad kept my stepdad came onto the scene and i remember it's first thing you know i was like yeah i'm i'm calling him dad like that's that's it and i do remember that the first time i did call him dad he was like you wouldn't think of it knowing my dad looking at my dad yeah, yeah. proper like tearing up and i was thinking oh, nice. I, I like that yeah um but yeah and then you know my mum and uh, stepdad they're still together now so whatever he did then you know it, it worked yeah and that was always when I met Jody and we had Anya yeah I was instantly thinking yeah you've been through this 
yeah, I was thinking, okay, right. What and I and I could go to my dad, my my stepdad. I could go to him and say, Dad, like, what did you do? Yeah, yeah. Dad then and dad started to come back on the scene, obviously, um, because there's another guy, you know, raising his daughter. You know, we had a couple of run-ins, um, and yeah, it was more. I said to my dad, "Look, what did you do?" Because I didn't know my real dad, and he was like, "Well." Yeah. He, he met him a couple of times, but he said, look, first time I met him, I said, look, should we go and get a beer? You know, we can get to know each other. I'm going to be bringing up your kids. You're not. I am. Let's get a beer. And I took that exact approach and said to Anya's dad, let's go and get a beer. And did that, did, did that work? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It was a great decline. Great decline. <laughs> Straight decline, but then, like two weeks later, it was Anya's christening, um, and I'd just come back from Saudi, so I was over there working, and I just come back, and you know, was getting Anya christened, and obviously her dad was going to be there, and I remember saying, before the christening started, I went to speak to him and said, "Look, <clears throat> I'm eighty, you know, you didn't want to meet for a beer, that's on you." I said, "But today, don't be causing any trouble, like no drama," yeah. and he was like, "You know." Like most guys, we all do it. It's like chest comes out and you think, whatever. Do you know what I mean? And you just think, and because of my like experiences and stuff, I just, I can't be asked with that. Yeah. And I just said to him, like, you can breathe. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you can breathe. Oh, mate. yeah, exactly. You're not intimidating. Yeah. Just chill out. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. I made a joke with him because he wasn't wearing socks. One of those, you know, he, probably been there marker um <laughs> i said to him you know using quarter length trousers on that yeah. kind of guy yeah with the carpets you know under yeah, yeah. um but yeah i think i think by having that that approach to him i think he he realized then like uh, okay like he, he, he's not he's not going to be a pushover yeah um and he knew then and then after like the christening went fine you know, the afterdo went fine. There was a bit of tension, but, you know, it worked out. And he actually, funny thing is, like, maybe a month, two months later, he came to me for advice. Right. Like, for his own, for his own daughter. Because I was telling him, you know, you, you need to spend time with her. If you want to be in our life, you've got to spend time with her. I said, I'm never going to stop you, and I won't allow Jody to stop you. But well, that's good. That is good. Because, you, again, you, there'd be some guys in situations where, the other the other partner is stopping that is stopping that and it's oh. through it's through jealousy or masculinity that you, you know would mark your territory it's so it's good that you were in a position to you could that was only, yourself that you you know you wanted to do that yeah exactly and that was only because of my my stepdad you know <laughs> and that was because you know if that's the approach he took and I see now you know how happy we were and <clears throat> I didn't want that for you know for a child that doesn't know any different yeah um so you know that that i sort of ironed out and now we're actually we're actually quite good friends and right. you know, he has his daughter every other weekend it's a bit of a balancing act between everyone but it you know it works it works so it was just weird from going from my, my upbringing to you know not having a dad then all of a sudden stepdad on the scene who yeah. i see as a dad and then going into that exact same sort of yeah. scenario yeah yeah and I'm thinking, geez, like, 
what, what have I done? <laughs> in the worst time, don't get me wrong, yeah. when two o'clock in the morning, you've had like 20 minutes sleep and the baby's screaming and you're thinking, what? Yeah, what, what? Yeah, I mean, and, and nobody prepares you for that. I don't think you know that no. those those no. first first two weeks, because for, for guys you get the first two weeks, obviously, where you're at home, you're trying to share the feed, the night feeds and stuff. But <clears throat> the, the lack of sleep is the one thing. That, that, oh, that's the one bit of advice I give anybody is just get used to not sleeping. Exactly what we so when we had Dexter, um, he was a really difficult baby. So he wouldn't settle at night time. Um, he had a silent reflux. So, you know, every time he's laid down, it was hurting him because this build up. But we didn't know. Like, we had no idea. And sure. what I seen then is Jodie was comparing, excuse me, she was comparing Anya as a child to Dexter as a child. And she was like, well, I don't know what to do. Like, Anya was never like this. And I remember, I was like, yeah, like, she did go to sleep, <laughs> you know, albeit it would be like three hours, but it was yeah. still asleep. Um, so we actually, we took it in turns. We we did shift work, basically, mm-hmm. four hours each. Yeah. So four hours on, four hours off. Granted, I probably did eight hours on, you know, <laughs> and um, let, let Jodie sleep a bit more. Yeah. Um, but that's because, you know, you have this stigma of, of dads and there is a stigma of you know dads not doing enough yeah there's actually like people that i don't really speak to or to be fair even people that know me won't know how much i actually did whether it was for anya growing up as a kid or bringing up dexter you know i with dexter i did all the night feeds right all of them and then when we did the shift work you know i'd do longer i was out going out to work 12 hour shifts coming back um, at the time, because I'd left by then, and at the time, I took a job which gave me four on four. The art, the net, the rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I left there, and I was doing a job like a, an ops manager role, and it was just purely one. It was ten minutes from the house, and it was um, it was four on four off. So I yeah. got a lot, of, lot of time at home, and that's the only reason. So I put back all my career, my whatever I wanted to do. Yeah this job just to be at home i hated the job you know you go from a very disciplined world to somebody saying no, I, i'm doing that i've got a bit of a bad back and you think come on do you know what i mean like you go from this so i was transitioning from military life to civil life and then also from having a child and then having another newborn and all of a sudden you know this was all in like a space of two years I was going to ask you. So, so you 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 six you, you first start dating. You've got a six week old. How long was it before Dexter came along? Dexter was um, eighteen months after born, or that's when you knew you were... uh, born. So he's born. so he's um so yeah he's eighteen months younger. He's just had his fourth birthday. So virtually a year a year in, and you find out. Yeah, you're, you're pregnant again. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm thinking right. It scared me because I was like, I know what we did with Anya, like the sleep, the feed, everything, the teething. And I'm thinking, oh, no. <laughs> like, was, it, was it planned? No. Nope. No. Not planned. Um, I genuinely thought she had brought a a joke one. 
a sick because uh, we had that kind of sense of humor between us. Yeah. And I thought she had brought like a fake one. <laughs> like a fake the, <laughs> you know, like the film Knocked Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in. He's pregnant. Yeah. She's pregnant. Yeah. That was like my similar reaction. Um, right. And um, at the time, so this was before I took the job as the ops manager. I'd I'd not learned, long been back from Saudi, and I was due to go back out there. So I was a contractor. And then obviously I had I knocked that on the head straight away, which again, a lot of people don't think you know guys would do that. So I had this you know very very well paid tax free job, and I just canned it there and then because I wanted to be at home for the pregnancy. Yeah, I heard her Jodie's stories when she was pregnant with Vanya that you know the trouble she had, how uncomfortable, um, and I thought nah, I want to be around for that. I don't want to just go yeah yeah okay I see you when it's a bit. You know, a bit, yeah. bit closer to you pop in, I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, I put myself in that that situation because I could have gone back. Yeah. Could have gone back. Yeah, and I probably would have done. Exactly. Exactly. But again, I think back to like, well, okay, what would what would my stepdad have done? Yeah. Would he would he have bailed? Nah, not a chance. So, you know, I dug my heels in and I was like, nah, I'm staying for this. And at the start, it was, it was brilliant. You know, it was like, oh, like this whole pregnancy thing, it's, it's great. <laughs> like, I feel great. <laughs> how, how, how was she for it? Because I know my my partner, she really struggled in the first trimester. So we were being sick. Yeah, yeah. We were being sick. Carly was being sick. <laughs> <laughs> was teamwork. Teamwork. <laughs> yeah, I'm behind going. <laughs> Yeah. Um, obviously, she would be. She was really sick through the first part. Now she will tell you she struggled through the whole thing. I thought she breezed through the second half of it. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, we really struggled. She really struggled the first, the first with the sickness and and stuff like that. Um, how did yeah. how did um, Jody get get on? Yeah, very similar, mate. To be honest, she was um, through the first, which she was really sick. Um, you know, and I was I was freaking out. I was like. Why are you so sick all the time? Like, what's going on? Like, you, you start reading things and you're like... Dude, like, just don't read Google about for anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. What? Yeah. what? He's going to have two heads? <laughs> you're giving birth to who? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we was like reading things and I was I was, I was was getting in the state. Whereas obviously Jodie had been through this. She was like, yeah, well, I was sick with Anya the first time. Out. Yeah. So, like, complete hats off to women. You know, they were like, yeah, yeah. This is normal. Like I've done all this, yeah. And then you know they they'll tell you they don't, but they're still moaning about it, but in a good way where you think that you're being like the lazy one. You're like, hang on, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> I've been work all day. Um, but no, the second one, yeah, the second trimester, she was um, she was okay, but De- Dexter was a big baby. Like, how big? How big? Nine pound nine. Right. Um, I mean, you've I seen the size of him. He's, Leah, Leah was 6'12". Oh, was, really? yeah, yeah, small. Yeah, well, like I said, she, so she carried Dex. And I just remember towards the end, because it was summer as well, um, or she was going through the last part sort of during the summer, um, it was a case of she was very uncomfortable. And I was, mate, I was knackered. I was run down because I was, you know, I was running around trying to cater for everything. Yeah. Right? anything she needed i would go even the weird cravings at stupid o'clock you know i remember once <laughs> i remember once nipping out to the garage 
and it was probably about what three in the morning, all because she fancied some peanut butter. We didn't have any, but it was the end of the world. End of the world. Yeah. yeah. And I was thinking, how can I get another couple of hours sleep? Right, I'll go. Go get some peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> Not yourself out, love. Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember that. And then, so the birth, like Dexter. So with Anya, obviously I wasn't there, but she said Anya, she was back to back, which is horrendous for, for Was you a natural birth? Well, Dexter? Yeah. No. Uh, water, yeah, he was. Water birth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he's, uh, we had him in the birthing pool. Okay. Um, mate, that, no, <laughs> no one can tell you or prep you for that. No one. It's the weirdest. Go on then. Paint the picture. Right. <laughs> it was a cold day. <laughs> no. um, I remember we was in. So I was in the hospital. We was in uh, Costa, and okay. I remember Jody sitting down, and then it, literally all I heard was a pop, and she was like, "Look straight down." And she was like, "Oh no, my waters have gone," and I was thinking, oh, "I've just got a coffee. <laughs> like, I've just got a coffee." Like, what the hell? So I'm then... It's a go-kart. Yeah, I left it. Literally grabbed a wheelchair, put her in that, and, like, sprinted off to the ward. And um, I was just in, like, complete different mode then. Like, complete different mode. No matter what they said, if it wasn't what Jodie needed or wanted, they were against me. That was it. Like, you know, proper blinkers on. Yeah, yeah do as your dog sort of thing. And um, yeah, so they're filling up this birthing pool. Jodie's on, on a bed, like giving it the loud contractions, breathing, all this stuff. <laughs> I'm pacing up and down going, what the, what, what shall I do? Like, Jodie, do, do you want to hold my hand? And I'm getting told to, you know, mm. do I want to hold my hand? Get out. <laughs> like, I had no idea. Then all of a sudden, we go into this, this room where the birthing pool was. And I'm thinking, how? Like, she's just going to get in there and what? Who's getting in with her? And they're like, no. So Jodie sat in there. And I kid you not, the, the nurses are at the other end talking, setting up the monitors and all of this stuff. They're chatting. Jodie's like screaming the place down. I'm sat behind Jodie like, you know, go on, babe, go on. Like, you can do it. Rubbing her shoulders, like doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, my head, <laughs> no, exactly. in my head i'm doing it i'm helping yeah like, yeah yeah. i gave birth yeah yeah and, um, yeah i just remember they were like they looked over and they're like all right you know he's crowning like keep pushing keep pushing and then they're chatting away and then all of a sudden dexter comes out like in the water the nurses are still chatting i'm then shouting over at the nurses he's gonna drown <laughs> like, <laughs> he came up obviously not realizing he's still in the sack um and yeah jody's like in tears and like the nurses then spring into action and you know they were amazing like straight in and then they're asking me oh do you want to cut the cord and i'm thinking what yeah like i've never even thought about this no no what if if i get it wrong like is it possible to get it wrong like it's all going through my head and everyone else is obviously as they should be, focused on Jody. Yeah. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, I just remember having this baby and cutting the cord. They clean him up, weighed him. 
And yeah, that that was it. I was like, wow. I've, I've now, yeah, I've got Anya, but I've now biologically got yeah got a son. Yeah, and you know, there's by far nothing will ever beat ever beat that feeling. Like that's something you can't describe to anyone. You can right. say, oh, you know, you'll feel different. Everyone says it. You'll feel really different. You, you know, yeah. You won't know what's come over here and all this. And you think, what are you on about? It's a baby, right? Yeah. I'll be fine. But nah, it's. I've got a friend. I won't name him, but he just doesn't get it. Like he just does not get how you could. He's like, so. Do you like love him in that? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, but why? Like, yeah. what? done like, and I, I, I just remember like you know the first the first couple of weeks where you sat with this kid on your lap because obviously they don't, they don't they're so tiny aren't they yeah, yeah. But yeah I used to sit there and look and think I fucking love you yeah like, it's, weird. it's just such a weird feeling like that you're right you can't you cannot describe it it's just it, no. yeah I mean I, I would do a very bad job of trying to explain explain that feeling but it is it's, I, I remember just I fucking love you mate like yeah. i just love you like it's it's, 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 instant. Yeah. it's instant it's it's like utter euphoria you're just like yeah. wow and you know that and that's what it was it was like jody was getting seen to looked after and um dexter was there on the on this uh weigh-in scale yeah um and i was just stood there he he was crying like most, and like most babies, and even now, like he was just there causing this noise. But it was weird because it was like all drowned out, mm. and it, for me, it just felt it's just me and him. Yeah, and you know that that's when I that 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 feeling was. So you know, no matter what, and even today, like no matter what, you know, I've I've got you. Like that is it. Yeah, you know, you hear. We all laugh and joke. Oh, I'll do time for you. I'll do this. I'll do that. But genuinely, yeah, 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 you would. Um, yeah. You could never do wrong, in my eyes. No, you know. And there's been times where, you know, he, he's done something, and he's been told off by like the grandparents, and then I've gone, well, "What? Don't tell him off like that. Like he's not done anything wrong." Yeah. And then I think, "Hang on, I probably told Anya off." Yeah. Do you know what? Like, with with Leo, it's. He, so Leo's cheeky, like he's very, very cheeky. Uh, so Leo's, uh, he's free in May. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you, you'll know, when you get to sort of two, they start to get the personality and he's, he starts to be, he starts being naughty and, and he'll like, look at me, he'll pull this face and I think, that's me. Like that face he's pulling is yeah. me. And it, <laughs> I find it very hard because I see he's cheeky. I can see he's very cheeky. And, um, but when he's doing it, I'm just looking at myself and I find it yeah. very hard to be angry at him because I've just seen myself yeah. in him. It's like yeah. I, I remember my, my teachers at school used to describe me as a lovable rogue. Well, the ones that liked me would describe <laughs> me as a lovable rogue. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but that's him. That's exactly what it is. And uh, yeah. um, But just going back to the birth, I remember, um, so we had, a, we had a, Carly had a C-section and um, you've, you've never been through that, but I don't know if you've ever seen it. What when you you so Carl is laying on the bed, and where I'm at the head the head end, and they put this sheet up at your chest, yeah. so you just I can just see Carl's head. That's it. And they're doing what they're doing behind the screen. Anyway, a couple a couple of minutes into it, they're like, 
oh my god we're like <laughs> what do they mean oh my god and then the, one of the, the nurses went look at his head we're like what's wrong with his head <laughs> <laughs> and they go he's got so much hair we're like oh thank god <laughs> what a thing to say <laughs> yeah, look at his head i'm like what's wrong with his head got horns on it <laughs> yeah yeah, no, he did, but he was so, he's, he had a big, his hair was like mine before I shaved it off. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. I remember, I remember seeing the pictures. It's, um, like you say, like, all of our friends our age now, you know, they've all got kids or yeah. having kids. And it's weird because, like, you, you start thinking about going, oh, I haven't spoke for ages. And then you realise, well, they've got a kid. Like, that is their time. Like, I don't... Yeah. You know, I don't really have time for my mates anymore. And that's that's probably one bit of advice I would give to somebody, especially a new dad, is don't like, don't get wrapped up in just being a dad. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you can spend 24-7, you know, just focusing on that. I mean, you'll always be a dad. Yeah, like, and that's admirable, like 100%. That is admirable, but you have to make time. Oh. For, you, you drive yourself mad. And that, you know, and that's one thing, you know, I've – you know, I, I had I had a breakdown last year. You know, I, I had so much going on. You know, I was having all this stuff go through my mind about military stuff. I was having all this stuff with my relationship. I was having, you know, job things, like career paths, everything. It was all just going on. And I do remember getting to a point, and I just put Dexter to bed. Um, and I've done pretty much like every bedtime with him. And I remember I just read him a story, put him to bed. He fell asleep holding my hand, which was like just. Oh, that I, I love that. Yeah, love it's one that. of those things, isn't it? You're like, yeah. wow. Um, and I remember leaving the house, and I said to to Jody, I was like, right, I just I just need to get out for a minute. And she's like, why? What's up? And I was like, no, 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 that's right. I just need to get out. But because I distanced myself from so many people, I was isolated. I was on my own. Yeah. And I just remember. I was driving, next thing I knew, what, three, four hours had passed. And I was actually sat on a bench in the like pouring rain, didn't know a thing. I just completely blanked out, like completely blanked out. And I was, you know, I was drenched. I was freezing, cold. And it was only when the police arrived, because there was reports of this guy sat on a bench in the rain. Like the police arrived, no one could get hold of me on my phone because I'd left it all in the car. I just wanted the, you know, wanted that moment, that ten minutes that, to yourself. That's that that pressure and the, the, the pressures of being, and that's what one of the one of the, what I wrote in my first blog that I wrote, and you know, all yeah. that. Uh, the, what's the, the biggest killer of men under 40, 45, I think, is suicide, yeah. and that all yeah. comes from that that pressure of having having to provide, maybe shutting yourself off um, from. Like, I, I I am fully aware. I mean, I luckily touch wood i don't struggle really with mental health yeah problems but i'm fully aware of the pressures of having to provide for not only me not only carly but a, a child who needs me and has you know that he's not out doing his doing his paper around yet you know he needs me yeah. to be there and um he needs me to support him i'm fully aware of that and I, but I, I see how if you're not as strong mentally that could that can be a real struggle for some men. Yeah, do you know what? Like, I was never, I was never at the point where, where I thought I would have. Of course, this yeah, yeah. I, wasn't, I, never thought, 
I, yeah. I'm, I'm struggling here. There was times, you know, I think, oh, you, know, I, you know, I need to talk to somebody, but who am I going to talk to about this? Like, you, can't talk to, you can't talk to your mates because, yeah. you know, it's what, you're being a, what you're being a pansy for, you know. There's all that, that whole... It's that bravado, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's that bravado. And, like, so, I st- you know, I still play footy and uh, all the lads I'm playing footy with are, you know, probably, what, maybe 10, 15 years younger. Yeah. And, like, you hear them all and you think, yeah, I was that idiot, like, that, that age. Yeah. Um, so you can't, like I say, you can't really talk to them about real problems. Throw a set, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, it was, you know, it was the the, like, the relationship breakdown. Um, you know, again, you don't hear it from men really, but you know, she wasn't very nice. Like at the end of it all, like when I finally decided to walk. This is to talk to us about that. How how did it get? How did it get to that? To that stage, you know what? I think a lot of it was um, because I was so focused on being a dad. Yeah, I, I I didn't want to go off and do anything because I didn't want the kids elsewhere. Um, and you would then go to her dad's every other weekend, and then her grandparents. Dexter was always with me, and it, I think it was that. And then Jodie then started to you know she would go out and do her own thing, so then started leading her own life. And then, you know, it was just, yeah, it was just one thing after another. And then you start thinking, hang on, I'm not I'm not going out anymore. I'm not getting invited to do anything. I'm literally living like a, you know, a stay-at-home nanny. Yeah. Like, not, not a parent. It's gone from the parent stage. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm doing everything and and working. And it was all that build-up. And I just thought, you know, this ain't normal. And I'll speak to my mates, some of them, you know, in, in relationships, and I'll tell you, look, because I'd ask him advice on that, on relationships, but not about parenting. Yeah. It's just like two different subjects. And um, I say, yeah, does your missus do this and this? And they'll be like, no, not at all. Or we'd always do this together or or whatever. And I was thinking, yeah, this isn't right. And then when I had that moment where literally everything just shut down, that's when I knew. I was like, right, nah, things need to change. Like, Anya has her dad now, who's always in her life. Her grandparents, she'll always have me. She calls me Pappy. So I made the decision that Dexter would call me Pappy. So there was no confusion. Yeah. Um, so she'll always have her Pappy. And then I was like, right, so I need to focus on Dexter. Because I am his, I'm his dad. I'm his Pappy, you know. And then I thought, well, I'm not going to be able to give him anything if I'm not here. Yeah. So I sort of, you know, gave my head a wobble, kick up the ass myself, and got on with it. You know, I reached out like military mates and um, like certain support groups you still have when you leave. You know, I reached out and you know. Is there any, is there any support from the military? For yeah. Veterans that to to go to and stuff like that. Yeah, there is, and you know, there's a there's not a great deal, but there's enough. Um, but again, it's having. It's having that courage really to go, okay, I need I need some help. And that was the only thing because of Dexter. I was like, nah, I, I need some help here. I'm not coping. And you know, from from that point to then finding a new job, like focusing again on like my myself, mentally, physically, everything 
was probably what, five, six months. But it was a hard, hard time because you're trying to be. Is this, you've left, you've left and then, or is this before five or six months? So this was like within that five or six months. So we had to have a, we had had a conversation, Jody and I, about this ain't working. Like we've tried, it's not working. Um, but because of like financially and everything, I wasn't in a position just to leave. So I still stayed in the house. We sort of lived separate. And this was for about, uh, what, about six weeks, okay. which was hard, but we wanted how to try and make it. How, it was, how, it was how, awkward. I've done that, but like, how, how were you feeling about that? It was awkward. It was awkward because, you know, at the start, you would kind of avoid each other and ignore each other. Yeah. Unless the kids were there. And it was like, you get tired of playing, like playing this act. And then you think, okay, we're trying our hardest to make it not affect the children, but they are going to be affected because we're not acting normal. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was really hard. And then, <clears throat> then I got this job um, that I'm in now. And, you know, I went away for a couple of weeks with work. Then lockdown hit. You know, so then I was sort of still there, couldn't really go anywhere. Um, so we, we made the choice of like, right, you know, you allow support bubbles and things like that. So I would go to my parents uh, as much as I could. Um, but I'd always be back for morning. So for breakfast time for the kids, help out with the homeschooling, work from home and then put them to bed. And then and you then- go then I'd go, you know, and I did that. Well, I did that for another two months, maybe two and a bit months. So God knows how many you know hours I spent in the car driving and early mornings, late nights. But I did that because of because of the kids, really. Uh, and again, you know, you say see all this pressure that builds up in the background. You know, I think you know, you wake up, you're knackered. I was like, I'd love to just not have to go and deal with it this morning, but I haven't got a choice. They're my kids, so I've got to go. Um, but then, then yeah, then I went away with work, and like I said, really fortunate. And then, but I brought a new house. Everything was all in place for when I got back. So it was weird because I came back, um, had to isolate in a new house, an empty house, for two weeks on my own so I'd gone from living in this family home to then coming back to a house with no memories yeah. like no, no no noise nothing and how do you how do you cope with that like how how do you how do you get through that well at, at the start it was um you know at the start yeah I'm mad enough to admit it I'd sit there at nights and you know I'd, I'd have a cry I'd be like this is weird what what's happened like what has gone on because all of a sudden, you know, I'd FaceTime the kids and then you sort of, you know, you're happy and laughy and jokey with them. And then when that's end, when that ends, it's just quiet. And you're like, yeah. oh, like, what do I do? Like, I can't go out anyway because I've got to isolate anyway. I'm not yeah. looking to meet somebody because, you know, I'm, I've just come out of a relationship and, and all of that. And it's like, damn. So I literally threw myself into work. Um, and like, like, you know, like, like most people, home workouts and everything. And 
that was the best thing I think I could have done uh, mentally, you know, because yeah. you've gone from all of that that scenario to then being on your own. And all of a sudden you're thinking, like, you can see why people do end up doing what they do. Yeah. Um, massively so. But, you know, after the two weeks, I then had uh, had the kids. Yeah. It was weird. So after the two weeks isolation, I then had both kids and she went away on holiday for a week. Like, literally straight away. With the kids. Uh, without. Okay, um, so you had the, the, both the kids for... Yeah, so which was you know which was great because I hadn't seen them for so long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they had both kids. Um, they were asking lots of questions. They still do now. Mm. You know, like, where's my room? What, what's my room? Why is this like this? You know, all these questions. And you think, I don't know how to answer it. Like, you're too young. Yeah. You're far too young to know, like, to know or to understand it anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it was tough. It was tough. It's, there's still days now. So obviously Christmas has just been yeah. um, the first Christmas without sort of, well, I ended up being with Dexter anyway, but it was the first Christmas that I was thinking, my God, this is weird. Like, I'm going to wake up Christmas day in an empty house. Like, no yeah. noise, no children, nothing really. Um, yeah. But I ended up going around to, to Jody's in the morning before they were all up. So I did Christmas morning there. Um, so Christmas was good, but it was just one of those tough times. I mean, you know, a lot of people struggle uh, over Christmas, like period, any festive period. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think being a being a dad makes it so much worse because of, because of the pressure of your children. Like you don't want them having their their lonely Christmases or their you know they're wanting you. You have that thought in your head. They're sitting at home saying, you know, they want daddy. Yeah. They might not be, but in your head, you know, you're playing that in your mind and yeah. your mind keeps going and your mind doesn't stop. And then you're thinking, oh, no, they need me. You know, a lot of people get back together because of that. Um, There's a lot of people that will stay in a relationship just for the kids. And you see, I mean, I um, one of my ex you could uh, say too much about that about who it is but yeah they um you, you could tell their pair the parents <laughs> hated each other yeah but they were with each other because and they'd openly say it that we with we were with each other for the kids yeah and yeah i mean it's if you can hide it fair enough but when it's so blatant and you, 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 the kids are growing up around that this is almost yeah. worse, worse being in that you might as well just Separate. Yeah, and that and that was like us to a point. It was, you know, we 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 had tried, but it was definitely for the kids. Um, but it wasn't working because, you know, you you're not your normal. Um, and then the kids aren't seeing you being all lovey dovey and joking and everything. They're just seeing you know you're sitting separate. You're not talking, and it's only when they talk you then talk and. You know, it all it all builds up, and then as a kid, like God knows what they're thinking or what's going through their mind. Um, so that's yeah, like again, it just added to the the fact that I had to go because it, it wasn't right. Talk, talk about that moment, Tilly. Like, when did you realise that I've got I've got to go? Like, what was what was the 
Because obviously, you, that's the if you weigh up all the scenarios of what can happen, yeah. leave, leaving your child is the is the worst one, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, massively. Get, get to that. What 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 was it that made you think? So I've got to go here. So for that, so I'd so basically I just had a I had a car accident. Um, but I remember it, it was on a Thursday, just dropped Daniel off at school. So yet again, another school run for me before I would go off to work. So got up, had Dexter in the car, so I had to drop Annie off at school, then take Dexter to nursery. Um, so I was doing all that, and as I pulled out of the school, some motorbike came out from nowhere and like just hit me head, like the side of me, side of my car. He went flying over, some young lad speeding. I had Dexter in the car, though. Um, my first thought, you know, I turned around, check he was okay. I mean, it wasn't like a, nothing, no airbags went off or anything like that. Um, it did do like six and a half grand, grand of damage to my car. <laughs> but, you know, I've seen this young lad go flying over my bonnet. Yeah. Um, I checked Dex was okay. He was fine. I got out, went and got the lad. He was hobbling around. I told him, you, know, you need to lay down. I just stay on the floor. I said, I'm going to go and check my son now. And if he's hurt, I'm coming back and you're fucked. Like, I remember saying that to him, but he's all the adrenaline, everything. Of course, yeah. Um, so anyway, we dealt with all of that. And then I remember getting back home and I said to Jodie, look, I, I need to sort everything out. I need to sort my car out. Like Dexter was at nursery then, so he was fine. Told him to keep an eye on him. Because, it, like I said, there was no real impact to him, right, to us. Um. So I, I was on this adrenaline rush of, I need to get all this sorted and blah, blah, blah. And um, I just remember Jodie saying, oh, I've got to go away. I've got to go away with work tonight. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I've got to go to, um, to this thing with work. I was like, well, can you not just cancel? And she was like, no, I can't get out of it, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so she went off. So I'm clambering around trying to find, like get a courtesy car, all of this stuff. Got all that, went and got the kids back home, sorted them out, bedtime, everything. And it was at that point, so I sort of sat on the sofa and I just remember having this like sense of, like, shit, like what hell, what could have happened then? Like, what if it was different? What if it came in Dexter's side, blah, blah, all of this stuff. And then I was sat there looking around and I was thinking, hang on, I'm on my own. Like, that was the point for me. I thought... Been in a car crash with our son, yet I'm now sat here on my own, having to still parent, still go and pick them up from school, deal with bedtime, and be a parent at home. You, you could only imagine it the other way around, where, where oh. your wife had been in a You'd car. Be You'd be called everything under the sun. At home, and you're going, I've got to go to work, sorry, babe. You're never at the end of it. No, exactly, and that, that's it. It was. Well, you wouldn't go either. That's the, the 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 other thing is you wouldn't go. Not at all. Like my my first call would have been to my work to say, yeah, yeah, I yeah, and, and they would have been like, fine, like, that is fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that she went, and obviously, you know, later transpired that that's not where she was. So, yeah, you know, what I mean, that is Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and it was one of these things. So it was at that moment, I think, I'd got the kids to bed. I'd sat down. Um, 
and I remember, I remember looking around the the lounge, thinking, "I'm on my own, eh? Like, what, what the hell? What's going on?" Yeah. And then I thought, okay, I must mean that little to her. And you know, this was the whole thing. Everything, everything was building up in the background, but yeah, that that was the moment for me. Um, and I didn't want. I thought when she gets back, um, I'll talk to her, sort of talk about it, but. I've got to go because I realized then I was just being treated like a, you know, like a doormat really. I was a stay at home nanny yeah. and that's how I felt. And I thought the hardest decision I've had to make because I, you know, all of a sudden I'm splitting up the family. I'm breaking up this family home. Um, I knew full well, I wouldn't take Dexter because I wouldn't take him away from his mom. I wouldn't take him away from his sister. Like I wouldn't do that to him. Yeah. Um, so I thought, well, I, for his health, for his like everything, and for Anya, and for me, I've got to go because it, you know, it wasn't right. It wasn't right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was the moment, and you know, it was horrible thought, horrible thought. You know, break even now. So Dexter's what he's just turned four, and even now when he's staying here with me. He, you know, he says, "Why can't we be a family? Like, why can't you come and live with mummy?" And you, you know, break every time. It doesn't matter how many years or yeah, whatever you've been apart, months, whatever. How do you answer that to a four-year-old? You know, I, yeah. I, I've just told him that um, we've got too much, too many things in the house. We need another house, um, and you're lucky to have two homes. Um, you know, yes, and, and then. <laughs> And then it's sort of forgotten about. Then the kids are on to, or I need to go and pick yeah. my own. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or I need the toilet. Come and help me. Like, yeah. We're on to the why stage at the minute. Is that why? Oh. Why? Why? <laughs> it's everything, mate. I like the stage I'm at with Dexter now. Is um, so I actually go away on Sunday for work. Um, I'm gonna be away for six weeks, plus ten days isolation when I get back. You can tell us all where you're going. <laughs> I'm off to yeah, I'm off to Paris. I'm off to Paris. Um, you know, lockdown similar to us, curfewed though. Um, but you're so, in Paris, so like you know, yeah, yeah, holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know it? So again, that you know, that's one thing I've I've had to explain to to, to Jody, who's an adult. You know. I'm not going away for a break. And again, it's this whole, she thinks I'm just getting out of being a parent for six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to be at work on a military base all day and then back to a hotel where you're locked down. Like, yeah. that's it. I'm not going out partying. I'm not going to see the sights of Paris. I, I'd love to, but, you know, I ain't going to get to. Um, and again, it, and again, it sort of sums it up for me with her is that, um, no matter how much you do as a as a dad, it's never enough for some people. Because she's actually saying, oh, you, you get to have a break from the kids. Well, well, I don't want a break from the kids. Of course. Like, when I was in when I was in Melbourne, um, you know, the time difference, I would get up early to FaceTime the kids um before they went to bed, and I would stay up late to, again to FaceTime them before they went to school. Not many people would do that. You know, I travelled on a Friday, got there on a Sunday, started work on the Monday. 
I was zombied, but mm. I still managed to make sure I was awake for when I needed to call them. Um, and that's it. And, you know, everyone's different. Everyone has their own, like, it's different circumstances for everyone. You know, I, you know, I've, I've, I've messed up things with the kids. I'm not nowhere. No one's going to ever going to be a perfect parent ever. There's, there's no such thing. <clears throat> the best thing you can be is happy. Yeah. And whether that's together with somebody or on your own, if you're happy, ultimately your kids are happy. Yeah. You know, they, they feed off you. And that's something, again, you don't, you don't really get told. You could be sat there having a, you know, you could have had a honking day at work and you're in a, such a mood and you get your kids home and you're just sat there in a mood. They become moody or agitated. Yeah. And then, you, then you're shouting at them and you're thinking, yeah. what have you done today? You've, you know, <laughs> you've gone yeah. and, you know, pissed yourself all day on, picked your nose, pushed the kid over. Yeah. Like, what are you moaning for? <clears throat> and it's that thing. It's, again, it's, you, you you never can do enough, you know. In some people's eyes, you, you there's always something you're doing wrong. Yeah. And again, it's best thing is shut people out. Like in that sense, you parent how you want to parent or how you think it should be done. Yeah. If your kids are, you know, if they're they're safe and they're happy, you know, you, your job's done. Yeah. You know, that's it for me. It's um, like I say, I've never been happier now which I didn't think I would be on my own at the young age of 35, you know, um, I'm in my prime, <laughs> but you know, a lot has changed for me in the last year a lot, yeah. for everyone, you know, lockdown and all of this stuff. But for me, you're, you're eight, eight months into this breakup, right? Is that right? Eight, nine months. Uh, yeah. About nine. Yeah. About nine months now. Yeah. And, and yeah. where are you, where are you with Jody? Like what, how are you two now? Yeah. To be honest, um, the past what well, past month maybe has probably been really good. The best we, like we're, we're friends, um, but that's because what, what I feel is it all plays on how Jodie's feeling as the mum. Like if she's if she's on one or she needs something and you can't do it or you can't give it, that's it. Like you, you get the drama, you get the headache again. Um, but no, I think that like the past month, you know, we've been, yeah, we're getting on since the kids broke up from school for, um, Christmas. Yeah. And that's probably because I had them since they broke up. I wanted all the time with them because I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't going to be in the family home and everything. So I was trying to make every day, which is, you know, it's exhausting in itself. You're trying every day to, to outdo your last day with them. And again, that, that's not normal. Yeah. Like it's not normal. Like it's not normal for a kid to come in and always have a present, always have a gift. And you try and compensate. I did at the start. I was trying to compensate um, and sort of mask all the questions, but probably for myself. Yeah. Um. So you know, I was buying them like stupid gifts all the time, and they'd come to mind. It'd be like, yeah, you can eat whatever. We can do whatever. Yeah. Proper party time. But trying to be the good person, good cop. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it was only after I, I actually spoke to my dad and um, he was saying to me, you don't want to be doing that. You want to be your normal self. And if they're happy, you, you're winning. That's it. You don't need to be this whole, oh, yeah, you can have anything at my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, <clears throat> it ultimately only backfires on you. you know, you're filling with sugar all day. 
and then it's like peeling off Satan from the wall. You know, it's it's yeah. chaos. But then it's also affecting your and Jody because you because you and Jody need to have a cordial relationship, right? Ultimately, and whether or not it is right now, long term, it probably will be. But what you don't want to have is, well, I get this at Dad's, and I don't yeah. get it here. Yeah, exactly. Which you don't, you don't want. We see that from Anya. So right. when she's at her dad's, she gets anything, and she, I, I've, you know, I've seen her, heard her say, "Well, Daddy would let me do this, and Daddy gives me this." And you think, well, tough. You're not with Daddy. You're with us. Like you're with me now. Like yeah. you know, you have to, you have to draw. <clears throat> but like, you know, Jodie's moved on. She's dating already, and she's been on dates. She's. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, so she's been on. The first time I found out she was actually on a date was, <laughs> so the first time I went to France, I left on a Sunday. She was dating on a Wednesday. How long after you breaking up is that? So at the time, I was still living in the house. And, you know, it was like, wow. yeah, I was still living there. But I guess we, we had kind of, I guess, officially been apart for like two months or three months at that time. But we were still in the house yeah. together. Um, how, did, how did that make you feel, learning that? I went through all the stages. I went angry. Um, I was upset. Then I was thinking, no, 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 I, I can't let that happen. We need to be together. All of that stuff. Um, and it was actually one of my mates I spoke to who then said to me, just remember why you're not together. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. And he goes, and look how quick, you know, she's moved on with somebody again yeah exactly and i was like yeah fair one like you know so that 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 first one was the hardest to hear um but there's been what four different since i've been back you know it's i've been told her she can do what she wants but not around the kids okay that's because that's the challenge there is isn't it it's bringing somebody else into that family and then because that's a whole another scenario of problems for you emotionally yeah because yeah. from from my my own perspective it's um, imagining somebody else looking after leo is wow. that yeah. kills me the thought of that is just horrendous yeah so, i had all that i had the one of the guys she was with had a daughter was it the one with the was it the one with the daughter of the son? It was one of them. I think it was the one with the daughter. They was going to do something. And uh, I remember phoning to FaceTime Dexter. And she was like, oh, Dexter's busy. I was like, how can a three-year-old be busy? I was like, go and tell him. I, I want to speak to him. She goes, oh, he's um, he's out on his scooter with this guy, Steve. We're meeting we're meeting kids or kids and fellas already. Yeah, yeah, yeah straight away. Yeah. And I was like... And I, the thing is, I'd said to her, the only thing I asked her, um, I asked her two things. One was to be honest with me, and yeah. one was to let me know before the kids met anyone else. Yeah. Um, so one, I could prepare myself, but also talk to them Yeah. about it. And I got the whole, yeah, 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 no problem. Of course I'll do that. Out of respect for you, of course I would. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. So, yeah, that was hard. Like, oh. So my son's outside playing with another guy, pretending to be daddy. Like, you know, that was hard for me. Um, but that, 
that relationship didn't last long for them. Um, and yeah, now, and like I said, we're, we're, we are in a good place now, which is, you know, very fortunate because not many people can do that. But again, I don't know how that will last like when I'm away. Jodie's not a very hands-on mum. She's a good mum, don't get me wrong, but she's not a hands-on kind of mum. So I think she'll struggle. She'll struggle a lot more um, whilst I'm away because I do so much. Um, Do you have any other support? Are your your parents involved with both kids or just Dexter? No, both kids. Both kids. Um, But they don't get to see Anya. Um, So she's always with Jodie's mum and dad. Okay. Um, So it's a shame because Anya loves seeing them and they don't treat her any different. And and how how do you think that dynamic works long term? Because obviously, <clears throat> Anya isn't yours. Although you've been in brought yeah, up yeah. For, what four years? Four years? Five years now. Yeah. Years. <clears throat> you, uh, is there a point where that you think that tails off? I imagine you wouldn't want it to. No, I I definitely wouldn't want it to. But I think I think naturally yeah. it will. But it'd probably be more for Anya's sake because she's got her dad and his wife yeah, and their family. She's got Jodie, her mum, and then whoever she's with and then probably their family. And then she's got her grandparents. Do you know what I mean? She's got all of these others. And yeah. um, I'll always, I'll always be around for her no matter what. And, um, but yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, it's sad to think, but I do think it will tell. It will it'll just stop because there's been times already where, you know, I've gone maybe a week or so. We're not seeing Anya because I'll get to a weekend and she's with her dad and then she's staying with her nan and granddad. Right. So I try and see her as much as I can, especially when I've got Dexter here because her nan and granddad actually live like five minutes walk from mine. Um, so I do try and obviously keep Anya and Dexter together um, so they can still play and, you know, so nothing really should change for them because it's not like I've moved house and I've moved miles and miles away. Yeah. You know, I'm like 15, 10, 15 minute drive away um, purposely because yeah. I wanted to make sure I was close by. But yeah, it's the, it is, it, you know, my biggest worry now is when she does meet somebody and actually settles, then what happens to like my relationship with Dexter. You know, yeah. Um, so how often do you have him now? So now I have him, well, under, let's say, normal circumstances, um, I would have him two nights, one week, three nights the next. Okay. Um, I pick him up. So this was my, my plan um, was... Every Monday, I would pick him up from school and then take him something to eat or go to a park or something for an hour or so, then take him home. Then every Wednesday, pick him up, he stays at my house. Then every Friday, I pick him up and he stays at mine. And then every other Saturday. So I have him every weekend, basically. Um, And that was my choice because he's at that age now where he can start playing football. Yeah. So he's four years old. He can start playing. Um, obviously, not at the moment, but of course. I want him here with me on a Friday, on a Saturday morning, so I can take him to football. Yeah. And then 
then I can drop him home, and then I'll go and do my thing. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, and that's that's the other thing. He's now coming to that age, yeah, where I brought him. So it was his birthday. I brought him his first pair of football boots. You know, it's just all this thing. I remember as a kid now, and you're trying to relive those moments and those feelings, like what you felt as a kid. Yeah, I want him to experience not everything, but all the good times. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for him to start playing. He's he's my retirement plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've already, I've already got Leo's contract signed for his yeah. agency. <laughs> yeah, he's my retirement plan. So, isn't that like so? Like, I, I, I was going to say most dads, but I don't know. But I mean, most of my friends, it's like, yeah, yeah, he's going to he's going to be a footballer when he's older. That's that's the plan, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and no matter what you say, you you sway them towards it, yeah. guys. He'll be watching, I don't know, Peppa Pig or some <laughs> Hey Dougie or something yeah. random. And I'll be like, oh, sh- do you want to watch the football? Do you want to watch a like, class of 92? Do you want to watch that? And like, <laughs> Actually, so Leo's now started saying, because it be on the iPad, he selects what he wants on Peppa Pig yeah. or Hey Dougie. And he starts going, we watch United. You watch United, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> I put it on, and then he just want, he just watches any football, right? So, and then there was, I was watching. It, I put United on the other day, and it was like the highlights of the last game. And he's like, two seconds, he's bored of that, so he selects the next one, and it was Japan versus Belgium. <laughs> United, United. I'm like, yeah, yeah, United. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know. These are the moments though, that you, um, again, you, you can't explain to somebody. Um, mm. But you have little moments with your kids. Uh, yeah. and, you know, whether it's yeah, a daddy and daughter or a daddy and son. I think every day there's something that will happen. Um, and it, it sort of, it makes you realise, like even now, like, I still try and comprehend the fact that I'm in, you know, I'm bringing this boy out. I'm in charge of him. Yeah, like, it's my responsibility to keep him alive. Yeah, um, it, you know it's a weird, weird thought. And there's times where you're so you're so mad with them. You yeah. know, bedtime. Um, so Dex is now in this phase where he's scared of the dark, so he has to have a million different night lights, and that's still not enough. Yeah, you know, and there'll be times where he'll wake up, and all I get is. The other night he was around, I was in bed, one o'clock in the morning, all I hear is, Pappy, and I'm like, no, no. I'm like, Pappy's not here. I'm like, no. And he's like, Pappy, I, I need you. And he's like, things yeah. like that. Like, oh, you little bugger. Yeah. I ignore that. Yeah. I say, what's the matter? Can I have a biscuit? It's <laughs> one in the morning. Like, biscuit? <laughs> You're like, yeah, of course, mate. Yeah. yeah, lace that with cowpole, get to yeah. sleep. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's yeah. I think I think this thing, what you're what you're doing, and you know, I hope people do take a genuine interest in it because rather than getting somebody who says, oh yeah, it's so easy, or yeah, you want to make sure you do this and this and this when this happens. Yeah. No, that's not right. Like. Leo will be completely different to Dexter. Like, you know, and the way you parent 
would be completely different to the way I parent. It's all, you know, a lot of it is about your own experiences and you try and make sure the bad things that you went through as a kid yeah. don't happen to your kid at all. Yeah. Um, and I think it's finding that line of where do you draw it? And I think the biggest, I think one of the biggest challenges that new parents will find is that so culturally me and Carly are very different and we've grown up very differently. Yeah. So I brought up in a, a council estate um, in Grantham, which is an absolute dive. Carly, I don't want to say life of luxury, but you know, it wasn't a mansion or anything, but yeah. they, get, they had everything they wanted. So we, we, come at parenting from two very different um angles yeah and i think it's learning not to clash over that um because you you know you have to you have to be on the same wavelength you know you have to you have to both agree. and there's a lot of times where we don't agree but rather than have it out in front of leah we'll have a conversation about it yeah exactly jody was like that so we came from two Two different backgrounds so um you know i was i grew up peterborough and sleaford um and you know we had tough upbringing whereas jody went to a private school had all of that stuff always relied on mummy and daddy yeah um so it was one of those things it was like um you know there'd be times something would happen and she's on the phone to her mum and dad straight away yeah can you help me out? Can you do this? Can you get that? And they'll be there doing it in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah. And you're there going, why have you done that? Like that's our decision. Yeah. So yeah, it's just tough. It's just tough, <clears throat> but definitely it's about being on the same wavelength, mate. And you know, there's, there's going to be things you don't agree on. Um, but it's, it's what's right for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's compromise, right? It, that, that is the key. You have to come from, especially if you again you do come from those two very different, very different worlds. Massively, and it's yeah, compromising, communicating, and just working out yourself. Like yeah. live your own journey with your kids. You know, make your own memories. Not oh yeah, let's go in this place because this is where we've been told to go with our kids. Like yeah. get them into this club or that club, that sport. Nah, you know, you, you just do whatever's best best for you. What what works around you. Um, yeah. you know from my experience I've tried breaking my back to to make sure I'm around doing everything and that didn't get me anywhere it broke me you know and that's that's the thing is you can't do everything so so moving forward uh yeah. Tilly, think, do you think you could have more kids with somebody else or do you think that's it um no I think I wouldn't be against the idea at all if it was to happen it happens but i'm content i'm you know at the moment i'm very content um you know i've got dexter i've got anya um so yeah at the moment i'm content i'm not looking for that and but you know if you know if i was to meet somebody and they had children they have children it's you know and at our age they don't really do have children <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah it's more try and meet somebody that doesn't have children no, oh, I've got I've got a friend. Uh, it's the same friend who I, I mentioned earlier, so I won't name him. But you'll know who he is. Um, he's he's our age. Uh, no misses, no kids. He's the one that, that doesn't understand why you love okay. a kid. Um, and he he keeps saying to me, every girl I meet, it's got a kid. I'm like, what, mate, thirty six. Like, 
obviously these people if they haven't got kids there's probably something wrong yeah, yeah. Like, i'm being a bold statement there but do you know what i mean it's uh, yeah. um but yeah as a lot at our age mate people have kids he's like well, i'm gonna start dating 20 year olds <laughs> yeah you can do that for so long yeah. i think he's, he's gonna be that creepy guy that's still 50 dating 21 year olds <laughs> sit down in the corner while they're up dancing on the table yeah, but I, then I, think, I remember yeah. guys like that i remember i remember when we was at college there was a girl from sleaford actually I, I can't remember who it was but there was a girl from sleaford she was in our on our Shocker. course who was it shocker Shock, yeah i'm sleeping um and her boyfriend was like 32 33 and we're what 16 and he'd come out with us we're all 16 17 in the pub for the first time we're super excited and he's like sat in the corner like what <laughs> the creepy old guy yeah <laughs> that's just weird yeah and that's it now it's um it's now like, if i was to meet anybody that doesn't have children i've got a kid yeah you know so it's he's it's like that and then you try and approach it from that angle oh yeah i'm a single dad and you know and that's weird to say i'm a single dad um yeah. it's not something you plaster over your cv but no. you know the reality is you know you know I've, I've spoke to a couple of old friends um um not interests like that but i've spoke to them and you know i've been nothing but open and say well yeah if you're talking to me you, you know you've seen my like my social media and all of that stuff you see i've got a I've got a son and a little girl that I look after. Yeah. So, but yeah, I can hear, actually, I can hear Dexter now shouting. Right. So, well, I was going to wrap up. I was going to wrap yeah, up. With me. We've, been on, we've been on some time, but listen, great speaking to you, buddy. And, and you, mate. And you. And uh, yeah, hopefully, um, if it's, this has helped one person, then we've, exactly, we've, yeah. we've done, we've done, we've done all right. Yeah, no, exactly, mate. And well done for doing it, mate. Well done. It's about time as well. Somebody somebody started telling like, the, the real side of it, not the fancy Google side or... Yeah. No, I yeah. appreciate it, mate. No, well done, mate. And uh, anyway, we'll, when this is all back to normal, that we'll definitely we'll catch up, mate. 100%. We'll sink a few of these. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go for a stronger one. We'll be in public. <laughs> no way, <of> nephews. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 All right, mate. Speaking to you. Bye, take care, mate. All the best.